happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope everyone is uh, having a fabulous day and a prosperous one, getting stuff done and whatnot. Today, um, we're still going to talk about Tom Brady, but it's something that's weighing heavenly on my heart. And it's about the lovely Miss Amara Lanegra. And if you all don't know, um, Amara is a popular Latin singer. She's an Afro-Latina. And um, she has an Afro and beautiful brown skin. And she's been causing a, a lot of conversation to happen that I feel like we've personally have ignored for way too long. You know, I'm not an Afro-Latina. I'm an African-American. But I'm a darker sister. And I can understand her struggle. And I understand exactly what she's saying, but to a lot of people in our community, they play dumb or play like they don't know that colorism exists in our community. And that's just not the truth. And I don't know why it's such a sensitive subject to the point where people will flat out deny that it is a struggle with darker skinned people in this country, the United States of America. And actually, it's not just America. It's all over the world, colorism. In Asia, India, Africa, it's all over the world where people are brainwashed with European standards of beauty. And she, Amara Lenegra, went on Breakfast Club yesterday. And um, man, what a really disappointing interview as far as Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy. You know, they were very aggressive with the way they were speaking to her about colorism. Asking her things like, are you sure this isn't in your head? And I just don't see it. And times have changed. And, you know, being very dismissive. I can understand if you're ignorant. But if you're ignorant, you need to admit you're ignorant and listen instead of trying to talk more. Because you're talking straight nonsense, and it's very embarrassing, Charlemagne, that you and DJ Envy were very dismissive of what this young lady was saying. This is her struggle. It is a struggle. Sometimes I feel like people don't want to admit it's a struggle because they're, they will have to look in the mirror and ask themselves, are they okay with their dark skin? It's self-hate, you know, and... If that's the problem, admit it and learn and do better. Because you know, and we all know that colorism is unfair. It's enough things that we have to deal with out here in this world that the color of our skin, especially amongst our community, should not be looked at as a bad thing. And unfortunately, it is. And like Amara Lanegra was saying, you know, it should be more women of a darker complexion with their natural hair being shown more in the media. And it has to change. We can't have one sister out here, which is Lapita repping right now. We got a couple more, but not enough. You know, we have to open people's eyes so that everything can be balanced. You know, sometimes I, I don't know if it's fair or if it's balanced or if that's the same thing. But it needs to be talked about so that we could try to do something about this. You know, it's sad. And, you know, I could tell my sad story. 
and I will. Matter of fact, I, w- I will tell my, my, my story of growing up in the South being a dark-skinned female. It wasn't easy, but it built a lot of character because I had to fight and learn at the same time, which was very complicated at times. You know, I just thank God that I have supportive parents who were there for me um, during those rough times. So, yeah, I definitely want to touch more on this because it's serious, people. It's serious. You have little girls that have no one to represent them as far as beauty, and it, that matters. If you think that it doesn't matter, you're, 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 you're very wrong. The representation that you see in the media and public will brainwash you to feel a certain way about yourselves. So I wanna, I wanna dig deep into this. Hey, it's your girl Nikki back from the Eye Opener channel here on Anchor. And um, earlier I was talking about colorism in the world actually. But specifically, we were talking about a young lady named Amara La Negra, which is a Latin pop star who's Afro-Latina. She wears an um, Afro, beautiful Afro. She has dark skin. She's just gorgeous. And she's on Love and Hip Hop. And um, the storyline was about a producer telling her that she couldn't cross over to American music unless she changes her style. And I think his words were exact uh, cookie cutter, like Beyonce. And uh, of course she was offended as she should have been. She expressed that this is her look, she owns it. She's proud of what she looks like and her African heritage and that she's not gonna change that. And um, she got signed to a deal after he was telling her basically she she wouldn't be able to make it because of her look, AKA her color. And so that's what we're talking about, colorism in the black community. And it's something very dear to my heart because, man, this is my story. You know, I grew up in the South and, you know, people right away distinguished how you look based on your color at a young age. I remember, you know, being maybe five or six and the world or people some letting me know who I was and where they felt like I was supposed to stand, which is a second class citizen because of my skin and I didn't have the long straight hair or the European features. And uh, it's tough because kids are really mean and I had to really fight, man, some physical and, and some just words with Oh, you black this, your mom so black, you so black, tar baby. Oh, you African booty scratcher. Oh, why you so black? I'll, I mean, it would be times where I would literally be against the whole bus. And might I add, the bus was black kids. I've never had a white kid pick on my skin color. I'm almost 40 years old. Hasn't happened. It was my people, black people, ridiculing me about my skin color from a very young age. All throughout school until... I started modeling, started modeling at 15, uh, cut all my hair off and um, started modeling in hair magazines. And um, that changed the dynamic um, to a certain degree. You know, I still had that, I think the fight in me and the reason why I was, I was 
without doing so much as far as, you know, photo shoots, modeling, is it was to prove that, hey, I'm beautiful too. And yes, it, it gained a lot of respect and, and I gained a lot of respect for myself. And, you know, through the years, I've, I've worked on that, you know. Um, I was always told, oh, you're so pretty to be a dark-skinned girl. Or, man, it's not many dark-skinned girls pretty like you. And, man, you're different, you know. And I used to, man, around 17, 18, you told me that, I was going off on you. You know, my mother had to tell me, Nikki, you can't go off on everybody who, who says ignorant stuff. I'm like, why not? <laughs> they said it to me. This is stupid. But I had to learn as time went on to look at them as ignorant, you know, and ignorance is a sad thing. You you shouldn't really be mad at someone being ignorant because they just don't know. But why don't they know? These were grown people coming to me telling me this, you know, you're an adult and you still judge people on the color of their skin. And um, that's a reality. That's a reality that, that helped shape and mold me you know it made me tough it it did I had to had to fight you know I it wasn't oh what you gonna do kill yourself go and beat your head against the wall what are you gonna do you know are you going to let what other people think of you determine who you are no and I thank God for my parents you know man great parents that told me to look in the mirror and show me how beautiful and black I was I always got support from my family, which helped me deal with the public better. Even though I had a hard time, man, it would have been so much harder if my parents were ignorant or if they felt the same about me that others felt. So again, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this colorism thing, man. It's something that needs to be talked about. Call in, hit me up, let's talk. Hey, this is Nikki back here with the eye opener, and we're talking about colorism. And um, I just have a message for the parents out there. You know, if, if you are a parent to a, a dark-skinned female or a dark-skinned male, um, but right now it's the women and the girls that seem to need our attention right now. Um, they're going through it, you all. They are. You know, some might come home and tell you, some may not. You know, they that's something they, they're having to deal with silently and we all know nothing comes good from keeping hurtful things to ourselves so to the parents you know talk to your children talk to your daughters you know read to them constantly unbrainwash them is what I call it the media feeds them so many so many women who don't look anything like them And that causes confusion and low self-esteem. You have to constantly tell your beautiful chocolate daughters, you are beautiful. Your skin is going to age magnificently. Like, you are so blessed to have this black skin. It's a blessing from God. You have to go back and show them our history. Our history, which is our real black history. Show them the books of the African queen. Show them that the black woman was the first human being on this earth. That is facts. That is science and that is facts. You can take it biblical. You can take it anywhere that you need to, to change and reprogram your children's life, especially the girls. Give them a high self-esteem. 
going out into this world who has not yet changed their way of thinking from the Willie Lynch letter to even before that. Ever since we were brought here to America, Africans, we were taught to hate ourselves, you know, to hate our nose, to hate our lips, to hate our curves, to hate our hair, to hate everything that God made for us. He made us special. And in this world, special is being ridiculed. But you can change the dynamic with a conversation. Constantly. I mean constantly. Until your child gets that they're beautiful. That their hair is beautiful. Their skin is beautiful. They are not second class citizens. They are queens. The true queens of this world. Black women. And it is a attack going on on black women, black families, but especially black women to make you feel less than. You're not good enough. See, we don't put you on TV unless you're playing a prostitute or a maid or something pitiful, actually. Something sad that doesn't even represent most of the black race. But those are the roles you want to push out on us because of the color of our skin. See, this is going to change. Everything is coming full circle. You know why? Because we're talking about this. We have got to talk about this. Black people, wake up. It's it's time to pull the band-aid off. It is time to heal the wounds. The wounds of colorism. It's oppression against our people that thank God for Amara Lanegra, you know, thank God for sisters like Lapita Nyong'o and Viola Davis and, 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 and it's a lot more women, but not enough that are being put out here on the platform so that our daughters and nieces and sisters can see and hear. The struggle is real. You cannot deny that. What you can do is fix the situation with education. It starts at home. It does. Parents, wake up. Teach your kids to love their beautiful black skin. Please. We're at a situation where it's imperative for our daughters to know they are beautiful and capable of anything they want in this world. And they deserve a great life as well. They are not second-class citizens. We are the mothers of this earth.